0: yeah there's uh an ashtray right there and you got your water um it is uh, very hot down here so i apologize i chose this (laughs) yeah you did To we are the strange um right off the bat i would like to thank everybody uh for the plays uh after this comes out i'm going to have around 200 um and then we have uh the season finale um 200 episodes that. 200 plays uh <laughs> 200 plays so thank you guys uh for that stick around to the end because i have a very big announcement about the season finale um, and like I said, I just really, really appreciate it. Uh, the, my guest today, um, is relevant. My, I'm the host, Chris. <laughs> my guest today is a uh, fellow comedian, David. Um, uh, and David, have you watched or listened to my podcast before? No. This is your first time. Okay, that's fine. Uh, that's most people. So just to recap, uh, every episode, We continue conversation from the previous one. Uh, In the last episode of the podcast, we were talking about the Mesoamerican civilization known as the Mayans uh, and their contributions to architecture, mathematics, uh, the invention of the calendar, and uh, their perception of the astronomical calendar uh, as they perceived it, and of course, any kind of parallels that they have in their lives uh, to ours that still apply to us. Uh, So, David, uh, right at the bat, your thoughts? None. (laughs) <laughs> I'm talking about the mind. How
1: did that? How would that conversation even come up naturally?
0: Uh, uh, yeah, she was talking about something about happening at work. Well, that, okay? I'm sorry. Is this is this too highbrow for you? <laughs> no, it's not too highbrow. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually joking. Last episode we talked about Tinder. It was with Stephanie. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. I did. I'm sorry. I had to because it was really funny. For, yeah, when I told are you, st- are you on Tinder? Uh, Yeah, I am, actually. I am on Tinder. Uh, I'm crushing it. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm not talking to anyone. Actually, someone did approach me. They were like, I I didn't message her back. We just matched. And then she was like, after like a day of me not saying anything, she was like, I think I've seen you do stand up at Mojo's. I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) And I was like, did I bomb? She's like, "Uh, you did okay. And I was like, I'll take it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but maybe, maybe this person was nagging you uh, <laughs> maybe but that's like I, don't, I think it's dumb when guys do that why would a, a girl do that that's really dumb but perhaps you're right I think it's a shitty uh, flirting yeah. uh, strategy but I told Stephanie because she also had never listened to the podcast before I was like uh, okay so every episode you play me in a game of Magic the Gathering and if you lose you get bitten by a snake that's what I told her so if you want to do that instead we could do that no, no. <laughs> uh so yeah uh <clears throat> we do we do not have to talk about the Ma- <laughs> mayan civilization yeah, I, I i i just, uh, I just I mean, what is there to talk about there's nothing i just wikipedia you no know, actually you know what you know what?
1: let's go back let's oh, go god back. damn it let's, let's go s- to the mayan thing <laughs> this is like let's this. not the mayan thing specifically but okay. there were people that thought that the end of the world was 2012 right really Yeah, yeah. I thought there was like a Y2K thing, like 1999. No, no, no. The Y2K thing was that they thought the computers were going to go haywire. And that's why everyone was pulling all their money out of banks, because they thought computers were going to stop working. Because most computer dates go from like, you know, they're at 99 for the year. So at 2000 it goes to 00. People thought that the computers were going to be all fucked. Like nobody could just, like nobody had time to prepare or some stupid thing. Right. And so they thought that uh, the Y2K was going to happen. They were going to lose all the money in their accounts. So they're all, like, pulling out all their money and, like... And buying, like, and, like jugs of and, water. And, like, our first computer was Y2K ready. I'm doing air quotation marks. Because <laughs> <it was, laughs> no it, one can that see that. it was ready for the <laughs> seamless flow. <laughs> right. Between, from 1999 to 2000. Your first computer
0: personally or everybody's? When you say everybody's, you mean everyone in my household? Or, like, literally everyone's? E- everyone's. I'm, it sounds like you're saying that all computers were Y2K ready. No. Okay, so just yours I, specifically. Uh, not my. Uh, a lot of computers were Y2K. Do you not remember this at all? I, yeah. I You're, like, remember. older than me. <laughs> <laughs> but I pay uh, far less attention to things than you. Um, uh, no, I, I mean, I, barely, I remember everyone panicking. I remember that it was because there was, like, a weird digit. Like, once it turned over the digit, that mm-hmm. everyone got 99 screwed. to 00.
1: zero. That's right. what it was, yeah. Yeah,
0: so, but then other than that, I was, like, put it out of my mind because it, after New Year's, it, everyone looked around and was, like, fine. And, like, oh, great. I have, like, 90,000 drinks of water.
1: There's a comedian, there's like a famous comedian that had the joke that he was outside his house like with a shotgun and then he realized like if the God was going to end the world, why would he do it on like Pacific Standard Time? (laughs) Because everyone's hitting, you know, midnight at different times. So, like, obviously, like, in, like, Chicago or anywhere in the U.S., Midnight had already happened in Australia.
0: Right. So, if it didn't, the world didn't end there. Right, you're right. I didn't even think about that. So, it was on Chicago Standard or Central? Is that everyone thought that that was the official time for the end no, of the No, no, nobody, everyone thought that their own time was, like, the official time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's why it was a stupid, like, the guy's, like, making
1: fun of this. He's just sitting there, like, and then he, like, it's like, you know, that night, and he just realizes, right. why would they end on Pacific Standard Time? Like, why would the world just end on a Pacific, you know, like, if everyone else is fine, I'll be fine. I'm just sitting here like an idiot. Right. Or some of
0: us are going to have to wait like two hours for the yeah. end of the world. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> Imagine two hours of partying
0: and like, we did it. We survived. And then just woof. No, it was just late because of your time zone. Um, but yeah. back to the 2012 thing. So a lot of people uh, thought that
1: the world was going to end.
0: Right. And so
1: I think like, I, don't, I still haven't seen anyone that's admitted admitted to doing this. Like even online I've never seen anybody say like this I did this or a coworker did this. But there was the stories that people were like quitting work because they're like, Oh well, if the world's gonna end in four months, what the hell am I doing here?
0: R- Holy shit. So I see then, what you're saying. <laughs> or, you
1: know, and they tell the boss, go fuck yourself. Right, and... yeah.
0: I, I gotta get out of here. A lot
1: of orgies, end of the world yeah. orgies to So attend my to. thing is like what do those people do? Once 2012 came around. I mean, there's all these, like, <laughs> super religious people that do think the world, and, like, there's, like, like, there's been, like, five times the world's supposed to end in, like, the last 20 years. Right. And, like, and they're, like, they all get ready for the world to end, and then obviously it doesn't. Okay. So, like, then
0: what? But why 2012, though? I understand so, that well, 1999 the 1999 thing. The Because the Mayan calendar ends at 2012. Oh, is that why? You hear the one I brought it up? Dude, I just Wikipedia that real quick to fuck with you. <laughs> you really not like that was the whole, the that's whole the significance. Smartest, that's the oh. smartest thing I've ever said. And I just read it like five minutes ago. <laughs> while you were taking a shower in my house. <laughs> I was, and I was also practicing saying it. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to remember
1: this normally. The whole, the whole reason everyone even talks about the Mayan calendar is because it, the calendar ends in 20, what we consider 2012. Okay. And so people are like, well, that's the end of the world. The Mayans are predicting the end of the world. Right. I did not know that. Well, maybe they just ran out of time. Well, yeah. Then I think, yeah they, 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 most likely, they just ran out of space. They're just like, <laughs> well, let's go here. And then just, you know, if we, if we get there, we get there. we see their, what happens. That yeah. was their Y2K. They just won't <laughs> plan for the last digit. But, like, uh, could you imagine that? Like, somebody at work leaves, like, four months ago, and then it's, like, January 1st, and, like, somebody calls back, like, hey, uh... <laughs> Can I get my job back? <laughs> I uh, I got a lot of bills to pay, well, a lot of credit cards to pay off.
0: Here's day. my thing: uh, you probably, as an employer, would you not feel at least a little bit uh, like cutting that person some slack? Just think no. the least if, bit, really. All right, all right. If if, 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 uh, I,
1: if I was at a boss or an employer, I'd be like, he, you know, this person panicked, and you know they got really afraid and they wanted to live out their life, whatever. But at the same time, I'm also thinking. This person thought the world was going to end in 2012. <laughs> but that Do was, I want somebody like... Uh, what? How pro, how productive can this person possibly be absolutely. to think these kind of thoughts?
0: And I get that, but it was like a lot of people that thought that. It wasn't just one person. It was hordes and hordes and that's of, but I yeah, And yet I have not seen a single person's like
1: story online of like, hey, I did this or I knew somebody that did this. And like
0: I've never seen that. Right. Well, that was what, 2012?
1: Yeah, how, but how, even then, now, you think, especially later, you, you people probably be less embarrassed and be like, oh, you know, either, you know, oh, yeah, my coworker thought right. that. And
0: There would be quit. a Reddit, there would be a whole Reddit That's feed. exactly
1: what I'm talking about. I, <laughs> I, I figured that I would have came across like a Reddit story of somebody being like, you know, I knew somebody that legit thought the world was going to end. Right. And then like told everyone to go fuck themselves and left right. the job because they thought like, what's the point if it's going to end in three months?
0: Right. Well, uh, some of us were too poor to take that risk. Yeah. <laughs> like just in no, case. No, it's not even just
1: that. It's <laughs> nobody. Like most rational people are. Like it's not going to end on 2012.
0: Really, most people. Yeah, uh, absolutely, most people. Okay. What about 1999? The Y2K thing. No, a lot of people. Like, a lot were... of
1: nobody thought the world was going to end. People thought that the computers going to be all fucked up.
0: Well, they thought that that would be the cause to the end of like the well, technological era, just because. Everything got set back to zero. I don't know
1: about that. I mean, think about it at the '90s. Like computers were still relatively new. Yeah. I mean, they were being used in business, and people thought businesses were going to be all fucked up. Yeah. But like, like people were I don't think people were using computers as much they, as they are anywhere, nowhere near what they are today. What do you think would happen right
0: now if like all technology ceased to like, be? Oh, um, like, so like a, so there's a TV show like that. Yeah. I forgot what it was called it was on NBC. And it's like a huge EMP just
1: wiped off all technology, like all electricity.
0: Is it set in, uh, present times? Uh,
1: yeah. It was like uh, slightly in the future, but not like future future. You so know? what
0: happened? They were like super cool with it and it was fine. No <laughs> chaos, you know, absolute chaos. You know, yeah. I <laughs> I use a GPS to get everywhere. Yeah. You know, and then what? Well, I guess cars also wouldn't work because there's electronics. Yeah, the cars components. wouldn't work, and
1: that was the big one. Uh, you know, and obviously like. All sorts of stuff we rely on electronics for. You know, I mean, right. think of how many people are, like, alive in hospitals right now because their electronics are working.
0: Right, they're hooked up to yeah. pacemakers, even. Yeah, I mean, yeah stuff aids, like that. Right, flashlights. I don't think you need electronics <laughs> for that. Well, that's better when you do. Um, that's just my personal experience. <laughs> are you on Tinder right now? No. Oh. No, I don't think I would do well on Tinder. Um, I mean, most guys do not.
1: Yeah, that's uh, what was that the 80-20 rule?
0: Uh, yeah, but luckily that doesn't apply to me. I'm different than you guys. So that's fine. I don't mean to rub it in. You <laughs> you're part of the twenty? <laughs> no, I'm not part of the twenty. Honestly, I will say that uh, women actually message me. And I I know a lot of guys complain. They're like, oh, women never message you first. And I was like, that's not been my experience. Um, I get messages first a bunch. I wouldn't say like a lot, a lot, but I'd say half of them. Right. Well, ha- well, so what? So In a month, how many,
1: like, conversations would you say you've had after a month?
0: After a month? Um, How many different
1: ladies, I guess, after a month?
0: Well, it's not like I'm, no, I'm not, like, swiping on everybody, but, like, the the women that I do, like, that I end up matching with, I'd say about, like, I don't know, 15 matches.
1: And And That's pretty decent
0: numbers. Yeah. Solid numbers. And then seven, seven will message me first. It's only around half. So, and you see this is pretty consistent since you've gotten Tinder? No, I mean, this is been the past. I just got on Tinder now, but I'm not really, like, talking to people, to be completely honest. I messaged that girl who uh, <laughs> who saw me at Mojo's, but that was about it. The conversation was kind of weird. So, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this anymore. When you go on Tinder, are you automatically trying to get a date, or are you trying to just test the waters, or what? I was just testing waters. Like, I'm never on there, like, trying. Honestly, like, I don't think I... I've only, like, ever met like, two people the entire time. Like, I match with, a uh, you know, a decent amount of people, and I talk to a decent amount of people, but I never actually meet them. I've met, like, two in the entire time, like, back when I was, like, uh, single before. Um, yeah, yeah. And now, after the time now, I haven't really been on it that much. I've just been doing mics a whole lot, so... Um, but i also been on Bumble, and I've been doing really well on Bumble um, the last time I was on it. This time I haven't really been touching it, but the last time I was on it, I got so many more than I had in the past for some reason. I'm not exactly sure why that was. Because Bumble's like... I'm an alternative-looking person. Yeah. And Bumble's a lot of plain plain people. Yeah? No offense. No offense to the the Bumble people. But yeah, the people that I talk to on there end up being pretty... Like, I won't say plain. That's just not alternative. Like, I have piercings. I have tattoos. My hair isn't my natural hair color. Oh, it isn't? uh, Yeah. (laughs) yeah. I do not turn Super Saiyan. Uh, (laughs) Well, I mean, maybe. But... uh, That's what I was getting at. So do you... I
1: mean... The whole thing is that there, you know there are algorithms with all this dating apps, so when you start swiping you know right on certain people, I think right. Tinder is now supposed to be sending you those kind of people.:
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's what you would imagine, but I still see a lot of people that match like I actually pay for um, like a higher subscription thing for Tinder because I like when I see who match that's the other thing. I pay for it so I could see who matches with me. And then, uh, so half the time I'm not even swiping. Is this someone matches with me that I think looks cute? I'll match with them. And that's fine. But otherwise, I'm not going around swiping a million times. I don't have time for that. Who's swiping? Everyone's playing, like, a weird numbers game. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's called how civilization has been going for thousands of years. I
0: prefer to have something happen a little bit more uh, fluidly, as opposed to me trying to just Mm -hmm. get whoever. So what kind of girls are you typically matching, then, with? Um, I'll match with, actually, a lot of alternative-looking girls. But then I'll get some, like, uh, I don't know, I guess preppy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 32 using the word preppy, but that's the best way I can describe yeah. it it's a lot of uh women who just um don't have any tattoos or anything like that but then those women end up being uh more like free-spirited because i guess you would have to be to look yeah. normal but then still go for a guy like me which i don't I'm not i'm not offended by yeah uh by any means it's a lot of uh bisexuals <laughs> i give up that vibe <laughs> i don't know what it is um but you never maybe they
1: remind maybe you remind them of their last girlfriend yeah
0: yeah i saw that. Like, you know dave dave always gives me shit but we have a fuck ton of stuff in common, yeah. which blows my mind. <laughs> you I give don't me think shit, so. You you don't think what you you don't think, I don't think it's
1: blow mind blowing? I think we do have a lot of stuff in common. We have a lot in common. I like I mean like the whole that we, I started out in music and you started out in music, right? You know, and I'm not you know I'm. I wish I could say I you know I was in an anime because I feel like when people say that, I think there's a. I think there's a base level that people are expected to know when they say that they're a huge fan of anime or into anime. So
0: you don't say that you're into anime, but we've talked about it. But that's
1: only because I feel like somebody's going to be like, oh yeah, what's your, you know, what'd you think of this show or this show or this show? And I'm going to say, dude, I've only seen like the 10 or so different shows that I've, you know, talked to you about. But that's,
0: you've seen more than most people. I guess yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess if the bar of entry is zero, right. then yes, I'm well above that. To be fair, uh, to compare yourself to me it would, would be ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know if you saw like uh, a month ago. I posted a list of anime that I've seen, and it's well over a hundred. Yeah, I'm um, like I'm barely at like
1: ten, and then and that's the thing is the ten I've seen are like the ones most people are more. Uh, there's a few of the obscure ones, right? But the majority is you know. Uh, Cowboy Bebop,
0: right? You yeah. know, all that's the one I recommend to most people yeah. who are getting started with anime. Is Cowboy Bebop because that's strict, like it's almost like the Seinfeld of uh, yeah. anime because so the I, an- episodes I, aren't linked together.
1: Yeah, I I think that's a great one. But what I would um, so I would recommend people get started at, honestly. And I know I, and that here's the other big problem that everyone I've talked to in anime hates
0: this. Yeah,
1: but I tell people Avatar: The Last Airbender. The original four. They seasons. just hate it
0: when you call it an anime. Yeah. It, it, well, it, it's, but it's a great place to start. It is a great place, and to especially start. because it's
1: very influenced by anime. Yeah. So that it, the best way to introduce somebody to these kind of like the way they go about doing certain things, the kind of humor that they use, right, and stuff like that, and like the you know the idea, like I think one of the most common things that I see in anime that I don't see in a whole lot of things uh-huh. are these kind of like love triangles. Oh yeah. And I, which I mean, that's huge in anime. And, yeah, and I think it's 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 a great place to introduce people is that Avatar: The Last Airbender.
0: Right, and actually, that's a really good example of one of my favorite like just like Eastern storytelling tropes is is when the bad guy, who is the bad guy for like the whole first season, in yeah. the second season, he becomes their best friend. Yeah. he becomes their ally. So yeah. it, I think the 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 best. So when
1: I tell people, this is where you start off, Avatar: The Last Airbender, and then watch everything Hayao Miyazaki has directed. Um, in Studio Ghibli. Not everything. What's, name one movie. Grave of the Fireflies. He didn't direct that. Oh, okay. that's, that is Studio Ghibli, but that was like, I, his name was like with an I or something. Okay. But that's, and I, I would recommend that, but I tell them that that's the second saddest movie I've well, ever seen in my I've life.
0: never actually seen it, but that's what someone told me. I was like, I don't watch anime to be sad. I think
1: it's a great, mm. like, I think it's a great movie. Yeah. And I think you should watch it but prepare yourself. I also don't is, like
0: Ghibli movies based in reality. I like when people turn into fish or fly a so, dragon. I know
1: exactly what I mean. They do have uh, occasionally one of, like he had one where it was just a, it was completely devoted to his love of like Japanese not fight not the actual guys, not the kamikaze guys. But imagine that somebody had to design those planes for the kamikazes, right? And he had made that movie. I forget what
0: it's called. Oh, was it what? about a, a girl and a boy? No, no, it was it was
1: about the dude that designed the kamikaze planes, and it, it, there was no like magic in it. I mean, I think he had the, he had a, he had a few daydreams that <laughs> right. were whimsical, right? But for the most part, it was just like it was just real life, and it went through his story of like. He wanted to make this great airplane because he loved airplanes. And then the Japanese government's like, we're going to put other Japanese people in it and they're going to die.
0: So these were and planes designed specifically
1: for kamikazes. kamikazes. And, and, and well, I think the guy loves planes and he you know he's, he wants people to enjoy flying. Right. And they, they, somebody took that and turned
0: that into, into
1: something horrible. Yeah, it twisted his yeah. dream. So it's just a sad movie. <laughs> it is sad, but that is but a good no, story. Yeah. That uh, is a
0: great story. Uh, now I'm, I'm kind of interested I didn't know that they made planes specifically for kamikazes I thought they were just like just get in that plane <laughs> no I,
1: well, I, the whole thing is that like obviously they don't have to worry too much about fuel because they're only making one trip not round right you know well, what if they make it back from that well, then they failed <laughs>
0: Right, I mean, their literal intention was. <laughs> I, know. I realize that, but that's crazy. So did they uh, did they pump it full of like uh, explosives I, I or anything like that? They don't go
1: too much of that into that movie. They focus on the guy and his love of creating airplanes and wanting to fly.
0: And right, and then the horrible thing that the yeah, Japanese well, that that's
1: just like a, like a side thing, and, like, and also remember, you know, this is used for shitty things, right? But as far as the other Miyazaki films, my top three are still. If I were to throw them out in no order. Uh, Howl's Moving Castle. That's one of my top three. Oh, I love everything. About, and then, and then, getting to it, the whole reason I brought this up was like I said, the the villains are ambiguously moral. Right. Like, like some of them are like very clear, but like, m- remember Liam Neeson's villain in Ponyo? Mhm. I mean, like when you find out at the end, he's like, he's not even a bad person. He's just her dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just, her just dad. like, hey, come back. <laughs> Yeah, could, and, and then like, you're no, not safe out there. Yeah, yeah, and not even a bad person. No, same with kind of Howl's Moving Castle. Like, all like she, you know, the villain just kind of wanted to be in love with Howl, and that right. was like obviously she went about it doing evil things,
0: right? But her her in, in intent or her reason for it was mostly innocent. Yeah, it like, wasn't a
1: malicious reason, but yeah. it was
0: malicious the way she actions. went about it. Yeah. Right,
1: yeah. Totoro, I know, like, I love that one.
0: Well, that one doesn't have a plot, necessarily. Like, basically, uh, I just talked about this, too, is, like, the kids are wandering around. The, the mom's sick, but she's not terminally ill.
1: I So I think the, the, one of the hidden themes is that she is terminally ill, and this is them coming into coming to terms with it. Really? Yeah. I'll have to Google that That man. these are spirits helping them, like, but it, it doesn't make sense because in the ending, she's fine. Uh-huh. But, like, the idea was that, like, oh, like, the spirits are going to take their mom away.
0: Oh, is and that this, what it was? Yeah. I like, just thought it was, like, a whimsical thing. I was like, these kids' parents aren't watching them. Like, the dad's with the mom, so that makes yeah. sense. But then, the kids are just, like, they're five. Yeah. Like they leave her. They them alone with, like, a housekeeper or something yeah. like that. Um, but so those are your top three Ghibli movies. It well, was those Howls, two. It was Ponyo Howl, and then Tortoro. I don't know if Ponyo would
1: be my top three. I just kind of mentioned that because that was a great, you know, I really like that villain. If I were to throw out a number three, it would be an older one. And I'm kind of on the fence between Castle in the Sky. I've never and, seen that one,
0: actually. Oh, I want to watch that one. You should really
1: go through and watch all of them. But uh, either that one or... Uh, honestly, and I'm going to see it tomorrow, Kiki's Delivery Service.
0: I did I did like that one. Um, but I'll say mine are Howl's, for sure. The music in there is beautiful. Yeah. The piano music. And the, the way
1: they... The, the, my favorite thing about Miyazaki films is the attention to detail in these settings. Yeah. And when he goes through these kind of European-style towns, it feels like it looks the same color palette wise. Right. But it feels so much different. You Have you know?
0: ever seen a side-by-side uh, photo yeah. of what th-
1: they th- took th-
0: base it off? It was like it's basically the same. Yeah.
1: It's like somebody literally made like a like they try to make it exactly but with watercolor.
0: Right. Yeah. And it looks uh, fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Ponyo is actually one of mine because of uh, I like the whimsical story of the little mm-hmm. boy and the little girl. And then also the way that he animated water yeah. was insane. If I were to
1: say Ponyo might be my four or five, and the reason why is the subplot about the elderly, yeah, and how we've like all, the society has kind of like given up on them, and I, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a great subplot,
0: right? It did yeah, because uh, they were in the the old folks' home, and they were pretty grumpy, yeah, uh, but then when they saw a little kid, yeah. like, they pretended to be kind of grumpy, but they they were definitely perked up, and they yeah. loved they loved the kids. Uh, also, uh, Princess Mononoke is yeah. also in my top three. Uh, the story's really good. The animation's good. Um, and then just kind of like how they were talking about... I mean, the the plot's basically... They're over-civilizing civil, s- things, like the forest and yeah. stuff like that. And all the forest spirits deforestation, are dying. Yeah. Right, deforestation, yeah. Deforestation. Right.
1: And, yeah. And that's exactly... What, I actually... I love Mononoke, but that's probably towards the end of my list because I love all those other movies so much more. Right. Like, I don't uh, I mean... It, that's probably the... Well, Spirited Away, I think, is his biggest movie.
0: Oh, uh, Spirited Away is another good one. Do you know what that one's
1: about? Yeah, that's... uh. You know what that... that That's like a place that you're going to wash yourself, but it's also a place where you meet ladies. Right. And then you pay them money. Um. Yeah, that's about... A bathhouse, yeah. right? Well, it's actually about child prostitution. I think... Here's... So that what came out, I think that's just like a Tumblr rumor.
0: No, no. I, he,
1: somebody really went into it and said and showed like examples of how, like, yeah, so it is about bathhouses, but it's not about child prostitution. It's about, it's definitely about her no longer being a child, about, like, basically that she leaves a mature, you know, young adult.
0: Okay, I'll have to double check my uh, source then, because the article I read, um, Miyazaki actually confirmed. Did that he? That's what it was oh, about. Maybe
1: maybe I'm wrong. Maybe but I'm man, no, I mean, I'm I'm reading on the
0: internet, and I'm as far as I know, it's not illegal to lie on the internet, but it might be. <laughs> <laughs> we also have uh, you like horror movies. Yes. Right. Um, Love them. You you were talking about well, Midsummer just came out. I didn't actually get a chance to see it. I saw it was by the same people that did Hereditary. Right. Well, the same guy, yeah. I um, I mean, Hereditary was like critically acclaimed, but I saw it personally, and I was like, this I thought is, it was mediocre. Yeah.
1: And I don't want to start ruining too much because I feel like when I say I don't like something, people are going to say that they don't want to like it. Like, because it's like, oh, well, I don't want to. Yeah. Well, you know, like. Cause it's, you're it's, able- uh, no, no. It's because it's if other people think it's bad, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about if I think it's good. And I don't want. Like, I think, like, there's no. <sighs> Let's put it this way. You ever hear, hear of the movie Congo?
0: Yeah, I love Congo. <laughs> Do you? Yeah.
1: So Congo is critically panned, critics hated it. Really? Like, Congo with, like,. Tim Curry and, like, the apes.
0: Where they use a laser
1: made yes, out of diamonds? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I like that Critically movie. <laughs> panned, you know who gave it a good, really good rating? Roger Ebert. Really? Because he understood the point of that movie. That that movie did exactly what it set out to do. Was it campy? Yes, of intention. That was its intent. Right. And so, if you didn't like it, that's one thing. But Roger Ebert does... Knows that his likes is different from the intention and the target audience that that movie was for. That movie was for is like, hey, do you like the roller coaster ride that was Jurassic Park? Because the same writer, Michael Crichton, wrote both those. Okay. So they're like, here's another little roller coaster ride adventure movie, Congo, and and people are like, well, this is dumb. A lot of this was kind of stupid, and like, I'm like, yeah, but like the intention was kind of for to like not think about this and just experience the ride that is that movie, which I thought it did really well. I, and, I love it. So the point I'm getting is that who's wrong? Are all these critics wrong? Because if they're, or, or, or is Roger Ebert the greatest critic ever wrong? <laughs> well, you know, well, nobody.
0: Yeah. It's that. No, it's. All, I think people
1: don't understand what the point of the like criticism, move criticism looks like, and that's right. why I don't want like.
0: They're comparing it to like Citizen Kane, <laughs> and it's it's That's not what they said. I out think to they're be. actually
1: comparing it to Jurassic Park, and which is which I understand where their comparison is, but like like Jurassic Park had a lot of work into it. Right. And like, and and a very good director. And this was kind of like, here's another one. Not like we're gonna do something bigger and better,
0: right? But it it, it did what it set out to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting that you bring that up because uh, actually Matt Drufke, he I, I told uh, I have a joke about Fast and the Furious that I told at uh, SNL. Yeah. And uh, as I was telling it, I could I it was I'm shitting on Fast and the Furious. I'm shitting on it, and he's in the booth flipping me off during yeah. my joke I love it. he it. Drufke loves it. The, the, and then he sent me uh, like a couple days later, he sent me a review that <laughs> e- e- Ebert or was yeah. it Ebert yeah. uh, gave about it it Cisco still wasn't an amazing well, I think
1: Cisco might have died before the first one even came out so who was it Roger yeah Roger Ebert oh yeah so yeah Rob, Roger he but the review was only 3 out of 5 stars I think. Well, that's <laughs> at the end of the day it's not a good movie but it, it if if you want to sit down and you want like some high action movie centered around cars, right? That's exactly what it does.
0: Yeah, and I, I totally get that, but I think typically for for me that's not what I'm looking to do. Yeah. Um. So, but I, I mean, mean, I get I get why some people like it. A lot of my friends do, but when I'm there, I am just rolling my eyes constantly. I'm like, really, Vin Diesel? Really? Yeah. So
1: the- I there's a few things that make me roll my eyes in movies. Um. And one of the, and it's one of the things that well at at a point. Fast and Furious didn't do. When they had Michelle Rodriguez's character, it was never like, guys, we got a chick that's in the cars. Big deal over here. No, they're just like, <laughs> nope, this is just, this is normal. Everyone's, in, people are in the cars. Sometimes they're dudes, sometimes they're not. Right. And she's just a, a woman that's in the
0: cars. But she's also insanely attractive. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, so is every other person there, right? Uh, no, not the Diesel. The <laughs> Diesel that, looks well, like a chug. Can,
1: I know what you're saying, but like that's like subjective. Like there are definitely a lot of people that think there are people out there that think Vin Diesel is attractive. Yeah, I feel 100. I mean, he has a
0: very built body. That alone. Yeah, but his face, and then also the way he talks.
1: Some some people really like the way he talks, especially that, like with a deep voice. I mean, that is like scientifically proven that male's deep voice is more attractive. Uh oh. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's nothing you can do, (laughs) but the the point I was getting, the thing that rolls my eyes is when they do the opposite of that and they show like, oh, we got to give it to the computer expert. And then it's, like, this very attractive. And I understand that. I don't care that it's attractive or not. But when it's a woman, they're like, and it's a girl. And she's good at computers. Could you believe it? This is crazy. I'm like, I don't think there's anything crazy about this. Uh, why would a woman not be good
0: at computers? Why, like, right. why are you making this a big deal? Right. Well, it's also that she's super incredibly attractive. Yeah. And Which that also computers. doesn't make
1: sense. Like, why would attractive woman not
0: like? And she knows karate. If yeah. I saw that person okay, in maybe real life. All, well, I'm, I get the,
1: <laughs> my thing is that I roll my eyes at the, the big deal they make out of yeah, it. Yeah, it's a big deal. And They're making a big deal out
0: of being a woman specifically. Yeah. Yeah. But also she's really good at other things that are insane.
1: That Yeah. You know, that's like, what I'm like, where'd you get the what? time of this? You, gotta, you have to put a lot of time to get good into like coding and stuff.
0: Right. And, isn't isn't Ludicrous one of the isn't he supposed to be a hacker in that mo- in that series? Know, there's
1: like so many different hackers.
0: And <laughs> Ludacris is one uh, of he them. He might be. I think
1: he might just be good at putting cars together, I think. And so yeah. I don't think he's a hacker as 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 far as he's really good at like the, the what is that the CPUs that come, that cars have? Yeah. That like control the electronics, like let you know. I think he's supposed to be really good at that. I don't know if he's good outside of... I don't remember. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's supposed to be good at
0: all. Do you remember... I think this is Fast and Furious. This might be gone in 60 seconds. When those movies came out, do you remember the thing that they stole, the very first thing they stole in the first movie? What you have to tell me because this could be you basically said this could be any number of movies. No, it's either gone. I think it's it's the very first fast. Well, tell me what they stole. They stole. It was a truckload of VCRs. That was the very first Fast and Furious. Yeah, that was their payoff. So (laughs) yes, they were all in a
1: bunch of black Honda Civics. (laughs) Listen, I when that first movie came out, I was part of those people. that are like, I'm buying. I'm going to be putting shit in my Honda Civic now.
0: <laughs> like you laugh, but yeah, I had a,
1: my Honda Civic. If I can find pictures
0: of how low it was, wait, how uh, how old were you when you had that car? When sixteen. That mo- you were sixteen. Yeah. See, I didn't get my license till I was twenty six, so I cannot relate to you at all. How did you do anything? Uh, it was all public transportation and walking. I walked like everywhere. I got kicked out of my house when I was seventeen, and then just. Oh, I'm had sorry to hear that. No, it, it was awesome, and I just had to fend <laughs> for myself. But you learn a lot of weird things that way. That's super low. He's showing me a picture right now of his old... S- and the tires are tucked into the S- fender. Honda Hiv- Civic, and it's super low to the ground. Yeah. Like, if he drives over a leaf, he's going to scratch yeah, his bottom I, of his car. I had,
1: to like, I had to slow down when I was coming up the railroad tracks and hit my hazards, because right. I had to go at like an angle and slow. Right. And people were like, what the hell are you doing? Like, What does it look like I'm doing, man? Right, yeah, <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah. Did you have that lowered? Yeah, this is in stock. I had my biggest mistake was that I went. You know, there's three things you can do. You know, you can get you get something that's cheap, good, or uh, what's the third one? You you know you've heard of this before, right? Cheap, good, or looks. Uh, no, 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 cheap, no. Good. I think it's fast is usually the third one. Yeah. So you can get something that's fast and good and good quality, but it's not going to be cheap. Right. You get something that's cheap and fast, and it's not going to be good. Yeah. You get something that's good and cheap, but it's you know. It's not going to be fast. Yeah, yeah. Yes, or whatever. Whatever the third one. I, I don't remember. The point I'm getting at is I definitely went the non-cheap method. Or right. The cheap method. The cheap method. Yeah. So instead of getting a full $1,000 damper kit, which comes with like the springs, the shock, the whole thing, and you could adjust it, I just bought springs used. <laughs> not, they, they were never put in a car, yeah. but somebody bought them, and then they ended up not using them. So I paid $100 for springs, and then like another 100 to put them in. Man, they were fucking slammed.
0: <laughs> like, really?
1: Yeah. Because I had them go all the way down. Did you, like, you
0: had them put in, you put them yourself? No, no, you I again?
1: didn't know. I was 16, man. I didn't know what I was doing. There were all these garages that were just like begging because this was a boom, yeah. you know? And they're like, dude, like they had to compete with each other. So like, yeah, dude, we'll put your fucking springs in 100 bucks, man. And like, oh. here are the springs. Here's $100 in cash. And then to, an hour later, my car is fucking three inches lower. Which that's a lot, that's a lot. Yeah,
0: that's crazy low. Yeah,
1: and um, yeah, and then I inv- obviously my, my stock shocks blew, so I ended up getting uh, aftermarket uh, the AGX blues, and those were like I'm, they're high quality aftermarket shocks because they're meant for cars that are lowered. Uh-huh. So they were like four hundred bucks for all four of them. Right, and and then another hundred bucks to put them in. So now I'm at 700, And then the springs started like basically gave out. And that that right there is actually after the springs gave out. So so it was even lower than it was supposed to be. be. (laughs) And uh and then the shocks eventually gave out too because the springs aren't basically not doing anything. Right. And then so at the end of its life cycle, I ended up putting stock springs and shocks back into my car and then i spent over 1000 dollars Oh, to change just, it back yeah and then cuz cuz at that point dude i was going through tires so there was even more costs right cuz i was literally burning the top part of the top edge of my tire from rubbing <laughs> and and uh so it looked cool yeah oh no, i i only regret not going with the damper kit i don't regret lowering it Right. it's <laughs> like there nobody very little people could compete with how low that was, <laughs>
0: because it was like far lower than it yeah, was supposed yeah. to be. <laughs> I
1: mean, it was like they're just sitting on metal that's not even supposed to be doing. It's not even doing its job anymore. Is there a functional purpose for having it that lower? Long? Yeah, lower center of gravity, which makes it faster. Yeah, it's, it makes it easier to handle. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's actually that is actually. I guess tech, if it's easier to handle, technically you can go faster. Right. But like the idea is actually the lower you are to the center of gravity, the easier your car is to handle around t- that makes sense. turns and stuff. Right. But 90% is for that. If you're not going for the damper, that's right. adjustable. 90% of that was aesthetics, which is everything that bought my car was the aesthetics. <laughs> I wish uh, I wish I knew more about cars
0: because I feel like I, – it... I,
1: I, I don't know anything about cars. Really? I, mean, I, I talk a little bit I and mean, it's probably like anime. Like, you know how I know very little about anime, but it seems like I know a lot. It
0: seems like you know a lot. Well, you know more about cars than it seems like than you know about anime. Although, no, it's about even.
1: Yeah, I'd say it's actually even. But, like, if you knew nothing about anime, you'd probably think, oh, this guy probably knows a whole lot about anime. But, like I said, I just know the basic... You know, the one that everyone gets re- recommended
0: Right, for. but still, even compared to my level of knowledge, I mean, what I'm, what I'm getting at is now I know how it feels like when I talk to people about Magic the Gathering. Yeah, <laughs> and I know absolutely nothing. And, well, uh, buckle up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, um, uh, and then
1: that car got totaled, and I, I basically haven't done anything car-wise. I had, and that's the thing, is I had a uh, Alpine Speakers all around. I had a really nice head unit for the sound, right. so like every like it, it, the music was great. Um, I I didn't have like a full like bass and amp and like no, nothing was like obnoxiously loud. Uh-huh. And then the thing with Honda too is it it at one point the my muffler had corroded completely, like so the box like the muffler actual like you know like. Thing the muffler is like the whole system. So it's like the little tube at the end you see at the end of your car, uh-huh. and then there's like the thing that like it's like there's has <laughs> the like catalytic converter that basically when all that stuff from your car car engine's gonna take you know exhaust right. send it right down the front through the exhaust into the catalytic converter, and then that'll clean it. And then it comes out.
0: My uh, to the listeners who who can't see, uh, David is uh, miming and showing me where all these parts are on a car, as if you would explain something to a child. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "You got a little buddy," and I'm like, "I'm saying yes," but it's mostly so he thinks I'm cool.
1: Yeah. So, so that that whole thing, the the like the case with the catalytic converter and where all the you know the exhaust goes, it had it rusted right where the exhaust meets it so it was just hanging on the hooks so i pulled it off so the exhaust was just like dumping in the like basically right behind the passenger instead of all the way at the end right. where you see the muffler tip my exhaust is just dumping out and the whole thing with the muffler is it's called a muffler cuz it muffles the sound coming out yeah so my i didn't have a muffler you still could not tell really it, the honda civic was literally made ulev ultra low emissions vehicle it, you know Thirty something miles to the gallon. It wasn't made to be like this, like <laughs> for people to know you're on the road. It was, it was made to conserve gas and right. emissions. I do that, like I passed emissions without a catalytic converter, and like right no and a normal issues. car, yeah, and like a normal car it would fail, fail immediately, yeah, yeah. and um, and I passed that. People, like it wasn't louder at all. I mean, like if I really floored it. And I would know it's louder because I knew what it sounded like before. Right. But most people would be like, Nope, this is just what my regular car that has, you know, a hundred more horsepower sounds with a muffler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I had a, a Toyota Matrix with a muffler yeah. muffler fell off, and as soon as that thing fell off, uh it was loud as shit. Yeah. You would say loud my neighbors complained to me yeah. because they were like, Why did you soup up your car? Yeah. And well, I was like, Is said, that souped up? It's well, broken.
1: So if that was souped up, what people do is they buy just the tips. And then they put it on, yeah. and the tip can actually make it sound louder.
0: That's it, ridiculous. It, it, it,
1: because the the joke was back. So obviously, when the Fast and Furious came out, a lot of like, a lot of people went the cheap route right. and did like really like things like the cheaper thing you could have done. You know how I bought new springs. Yeah. Some people were just cutting their stock springs to get them lower. That's and that's incredibly dangerous. <laughs> you know, like, and obviously they don't work anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything
1: to look cool. Uh, we're gonna. Go. So what they were doing is the, the they were doing a, a Folgers coffee, and I, I don't think I've ever seen this in person. I think it was just like a joke. Oh, they're doing the coffee can as the muffler tip, and it makes it louder. And it makes it louder. Did it actually work or did it just look ridiculous? I mean, I've never seen it in a person. I think it was more of a joke. Okay, but uh, I mean, just a picture of it in like Imager or something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, were you about to say something? About yeah, memory? we're gonna
0: we're gonna go into another segment I've been doing. Uh, you ever dive deep into uh, misconnections on Craigslist? Uh, sometimes. Um, so I pulled a couple. Never myself, but when people talk about it, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're not on there. Uh, if the, any of these are you, you have to tell me. Uh, so this one's called uh, the title's Lakeview J. Hey man. Hey. You, you, know, you used to come over from the Loop when I worked from home. We met up a few times and I lost our email. My apartment in East View is where we'd meet up. We meet outside, then walk into the apartment and have some fun. Missed that big tool and was wondering if you're still there. So my uh, first impression of this is that he's some kind of handyman. Yes. Uh, and he is looking for... They have fun building things. Yeah. Fixing things. Fixing things. Fixing hearts. Uh, just two guys. You know, <laughs> getting sweaty and having a good time, I mean, hammering things out, getting sweaty. I, I, I honestly thought it was a little bit sweet. I've never had someone say I miss that big tool. <laughs> I think it's a little objectifying, but yeah, uh, yeah, it is a little objectifying. But that's what they were there for. Yeah. So I, I mean, at least it's it announced. sounds like it was consensual. So yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna harp on that one too much. Um, but that's how I'm gonna say goodbye to you from now on. Uh, <laughs> uh, this was called. Well, this already starts off bad. Twin Peaks Oak Brook Terrace. You know what Twin Peaks is? Yeah. It's the Hooters knockoff, and it basically it's just puns about having big titties, yeah. and guys go there to look at big titties. So
1: the reason why it's called Twin Peaks is the theme is supposed to be like outdoorsy mountain climbing. Right, but and they there's, also... Well, there's some Twin Peaks that have a rock climbing wall. Oh,
0: really? And
1: so the idea, my friend did this in Vegas, and he is an avid mountain climber, like does it for fun. Is
0: that a no, euphemism? Like hiking.
1: No, no. Hiking and like not, <laughs> not I shouldn't say mountain climbing. I It's rock climbing wall. Right. And the idea is if you pay 10 bucks and you can beat one of the workers that's, you know, is really good at the rock climbing wall, you get a $9 app for free. So I literally looked it up and like, you know, it's just cheaper to get the app, Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you pay the ten dollars and lose, yeah. And you don't get anything, right? So and but but the idea is that you, you can brag, and they hardly ever lose because this this employee has been doing knows exactly which route to take, right? And has been practicing. well, they're not going to make it
0: easy for you, yeah. Because well, my
1: friend I, I, is very you know very good at it, and and he has the mountain the rock climbing build, which is a tall, skinny but like lean muscular man, right. And like with the tall, his long arms, he can he can go up. Did he win? Yeah, he won. Oh, holy he, shit. he beat the employee. And they're like, this like hardly ever happens.
0: I guess. Do you want your nachos? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and guys like that who are in shape rarely get nachos. Yeah, yeah, and that's the, that's the joke. He's like, I guess for the table, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, the, uh, the
1: idea is is that not you know nine times out of like, so I'd say twenty times out of like forty nine times out of fifty. It's some dude looks. Like, I can beat this chick at you know mountain cl- rock climbing, no. and they don't. You're out of your goddamn Yeah, mind. But a lot and of the dudes that go there are going to be sexist. There. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that. I think like some people do legitimately go like, I honestly think the Hooters wings are pretty solid. You and Brad. Yeah. And that's, what, that's exactly what I was thinking about, because right. Brad loves the Twin Peaks stuff for the actual food. Okay. And, I actually like, believe that when it's you guys, but- Well, no, I don't like the Twin Peaks food. I'm not going to lie to you. I think it's fine- But it's like, I don't, I never go out of my way. Whereas like the Hooters wings, like they're thinking, they're talking about making Hooters wing places, uh, with, where there's, it's just to go wings. Right, because their their wings are like I, I honestly think that they're pretty good, solid wings. So. Yeah,
0: I'm actually trying to go there with Brad soon. Um, but, but yeah, anyway, back to your thing. Yeah, this is what this is what he said. Uh, so this is the, this the subject was Twin Peaks. Uh, your server at Twin Peaks. I was there a few days ago and exchanged hellos. You caught me checking you out from behind. You are so beautiful. I would be interested in getting acquainted with you. Um, that that's, that's awful. It? That that's oh, awful. Here's the thing. <laughs>
1: That person just described himself. What is probably constitutes a hundred different times that that kind of thing happens on a daily basis. He was
0: basically ogling her, yeah, and then he got caught, and then he was like, "Yep, let's hang out." And the super super
1: gross. And you know what's really fucking weird about that is that like, he can just go back and ask her out. Right, right. Obviously, he's going to get rejected, and he knows he's going to get rejected. Right. So he throws this out here like, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe <laughs> she that? remembers me. It, picture this guy's like mindset. That's like, she's going to know who I am.
0: You know, <laughs> like right. she's going to
1: remember that dude that checked.
0: her Yeah, he and got didn't caught. even describe himself yeah, at all, which is not good. She basically all he said was the exchange hellos. Yeah, she does all the fucking time at yeah. her yeah. serving fucking yeah. job. And you literally crazy everything person. in that example. Happens a hundred times on a daily basis. Right, it happens to other people too, and that's where we're gonna get into this next one. And you know,
1: you know what else too? He didn't even talk about like he didn't. It's like we had a great talk, we had a really good back and forth. So this guy must have been a complete like no, just even, a silent weirdo. Yeah, I mean, you would have brought that up, right?
0: Yeah, he just exchanged hellos. Yeah, and that's it. Um, and that's like kind of uh, what I see a lot on uh, Craigslist misconnections. Something that. That same thing. It's not. It, it's not very innocent when you look deeper into it. It's very, very sinister. So here's another one. It's called cute ambulance driver and at Walmart. That's fake. But yeah, this is fake.
1: I can already tell
0: it's fake. But yeah,
1: uh, this was wait, was wait wait wait. Actually, yeah. it doesn't sound he was fake. Picked up on the ambulance, and he was trying to. Uh, so he's like, I think it's a. Uh, maybe she was just an ambulance, an EMT. Yeah, right. I yeah. I
0: don't think this is fake because it sounds awful. Uh, I was checking you out when you made eye contact with me. You gave me a look as if surprised that I was staring at you. Uh, I tried to see if you lingered outside, but you drove off too fast. (laughs) The, so yeah, that chick knew exactly what was happening yeah and that look he thinks was like surprise. that was fear well it was also <laughs> surprised like why is this person looking at yeah. me? but he in his head thinks that it was like oh she liked it because she looks surprised no you fucking scared her you yeah. psychopath who wants to turn around to see some creepy guy looking at her while she's working where and where if there's is, an ambulance someone's hurt I mean, that's what i'm saying is how did you know was she just like in emt gear I, yeah she was in uniform she was in. She was in her work clothes. I skipped that part um, because uh, <laughs> I thought it was irrelevant. But she, yeah, she was in her work clothes. She was working, and I, I believe that work? I believe that there's ambulances. I, I'm assuming it was they were only there because. Um, no, it says uh, your partner went inside to pick something up. I guess they were there just making a stop. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, she drove off too fast, and then at the end he says, "You made my day." Awful. No one, I've never made eye contact with someone and been like, that made my day. I'll just follow them home. This one's called uh, Walking Around the Mall. Uh, Oh, this one's actually, this is a male for male. I see you at the mall regularly and we have nice conversations. You provide me with kindness and friendship. You often take me in your confidence as we walk around the mall window shopping. This morning I noticed your boner and it seems that you are having more boners lately. Just let me know if you want me to take care of it. <laughs> it, it started off so sweet. But well, then he's like, oh, I see you have a boner. I feel like
1: that person, particularly, is already so far, so many steps ahead. Right. Like, there's like, if this dude is meeting up with this guy on a regular basis, I, I feel like they're already like, just ask him. Yeah, I'm like, trying to, I'm like trying why would to you make that out. misconnection?
0: You provide me with kindness and friendship. As you They see each other at the mall. I feel like this is a and person. And this is multiple times, then just like say something. That is weird. He didn't even post a name or a description. Yeah. That, that one's a little any,
1: weird. Th- 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 I don't understand the point of this. Like, just like you've already made those first steps. Just make the next that step. That's going backwards. Plus, if
0: he's walking around with a boner, no one, I don't do that when I'm walking around with a girl. I, yeah. like, I don't just walk around a boner and hope she posts something on Craigslist later. That is a bad strategy. Uh, I got one last one uh, for this. This one is not really directed at anyone, and that's what I find interesting. This, <laughs> I think it's actually kind of uh, sweet. It's called Pool Honeys. Pool Honeys. Thank you for all the beautiful women who frequent the pools in this pleasant weather. That's it. He's just happy he gets to look at good-looking women at the pool. So if you're at the pool and you see someone looking around... He's talking about you. <laughs> you
1: think it's kind of sweet, but I thought... It's,
0: no, it's uh, not really sweet. Really it's bad. awful. <laughs> not, not even just that on the
1: base level. Like, who doesn't go to private pools as an adult is what I'm getting at. Private ones? Yeah. Or like a of people or something. I
0: think a lot of people go to public pools still. I think a lot of high schoolers and middle schoolers go and to public And then adults bad. with their children. Yeah. And I think that's what he's talking about. Well, that's uh, really friggin' gross. Yeah. I saw Last time I was at a public pool, they had a, a sign that says, you are not allowed to take pictures. Yeah, because uh, of people like that dude.
1: Right. I'm telling you that that dude, like, that is some creepy-ass shit. Right. Like, you didn't
0: say it, but I... No, I know it's creepy. Yeah. I was, I, I didn't pick ones that I... <laughs> Where like, oh, these are really good. Uh, I like when people stare at waitresses and <laughs> they and try to follow them home. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty disgusting. Uh, I got another thing here... Uh, it's a segment where I just open this, um, a fortune cookie, and I want you to not say anything. If you would have been, you would have known that I do this at the end of my podcast every time if you listen to my goddamn podcast. This one just says, "All your hard work will soon pay off." And I hope that applies to comedy. Have you been working on anything new lately? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't you do something new recently? Just uh, that whole story about the pooping story. Yeah, you heard it. that
1: one and then the only and then i keep forgetting to do this but i like this one a whole lot i don't know if i told you the one where i'm like the stranger
0: Mm, i vaguely remember go tell me again. yeah so
1: i'm just like hey uh this one's for you for you fellas you guys ever do this thing where you uh sit on your hands for a really long time huh you sit on your hands for a really long time then you put a gun in your mouth because you think that if you pull the trigger, you can still get to go to heaven? <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, yeah, I think you told that in the last shots and giggles. Yeah. I really like that one. Uh, and you had a good hosting set. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You did a really good job. Are uh, you excited to host? Oh, that's next month, huh? Yeah. Who am I hosting with? You and, you, right? you and me, right? I don't know. I don't know, actually. I think it's you and me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't seem that excited about no, it. No, I am. I okay. Just... Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, you and I host, I think, next month. That'll be on, like, what, the 27th, I think? Well, I'll have an. I'll post another uh, episode in that in that time. Um, but do you have anything else to plug? Just uh, that, SNF, every well, Thursday. Yeah, okay, so Shots and Giggles, which yeah. is uh, a monthly thing that we run, and Joliet uh, on Plainfield Road, and then you got SNF. When is that? Every Thursday. Right? And there's also a mic. Oh, yeah. The first Monday of the month is the mic. <laughs> and these are both shows in Aurora at Two Brothers Roundhouse. Uh, they're really cool shows. Do you got you know, any shows coming up besides that?
1: Nope. <laughs> People don't book me, Chris. People are you don't. serious? Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: dude. Like, well,
1: I was going really well where, like, since October to, like, maybe a, a month or two ago, I was getting booked once a month, and right. that is a lot for me, consistently once a month. And I look and that's and I don't count shows that I produce as being booked.
0: Uh yeah, that's fair. I wouldn't yeah. either.
1: And but and then I realized like a lot of these shows were like out of town shows. Right. And I was just going out there and I was, you know, and a lot of that was just like people were recommending me. You know, like
0: Yeah. Well, we've done pretty much all the shows out here in the suburbs. Yeah. So we really have to venture off in the city yeah. to get booked more. I'm getting I I got a show coming up uh in August. On like, I think it's the twenty eighth, but I don't have any details on that. I'll be that with Tony Lazowski out in probably Rockford. Uh, booked by Jared Jared Corey. Shout yeah. out to that guy. He runs a really good show. Yeah. Um. I'll recommend you to him because you need to do more shows. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, that's what book. everyone
1: says. That's it's, what everyone says. Get out.
0: Of, <laughs> get out of here. Um. Uh. So my big announcement for the next one. Um. Sorry, I'm eating. Um. But please uh, check out the next. Uh, uh, episode coming out next saturday with a very special guest uh normally i avoid comedy um when we're doing the podcast just because a lot of other people are doing that but i'm going to break my rule for this one this is going to be a hundred percent um comedy talk because my guest is uh the uh, professional comedian brian egg uh, he has agreed. Shut up. He's agreed. That's why I didn't mention it at the beginning. He has agreed to come on my podcast. Uh,
1: how much time do we have left on this podcast? Well, we don't have any. Uh, <laughs> so. uh, episode two of this podcast <laughs> will be entirely no. about Brian Egg. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't have time. Uh, Wait, is it going to be you and him in this basement by yourselves? It's going to be... Um, well, I'm glad you're telling everyone ahead of time that you plan on spending time with him alone.
0: Well, no, it's, uh, it's going to be... Uh, me and my Andy Richter is gonna be TJ. He's gonna be on the, the podcast with us. Uh, we're gonna talk all about comedy. And then the reason I'm saying it to, to today and we're gonna post Some it is like we'll have a record of where you're gonna be. Well, then, <laughs> and if you have any questions you want to ask professional comedian Brian Egg, this is the time to ask it. Well, uh, it's a character though, right? Uh, we we were going to discuss that on the season finale of my podcast that one might be a 3 hour episode i yeah. a 3 hour episode or a half an hour episode
1: i have many questions i'll tell tj and you the what questions to ask because i this human being it's don't and, the, and i don't want to get mean but it no no, no don't me. don't
0: don't 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 say anything. <laughs> yeah, i know he might it's just, he's just he's an interesting person would yeah. you
1: would you agree he's with a that? very interesting person which and, is why i'm i'm very it's, happy it's to intriguing. have it's intriguing it's like you know how, like you're like we're talking about movies. You're interested in a certain type of movie, right? This is a certain type of person that's like, like imagine like a, like a David Lynch movie where there's there's something going on, right? But you don't know if you're on the same wavelength to understand what's well, going well, on.
0: Well, that's why it's gonna be a, a great um, way to ask him a bunch of questions that uh, you've all had for him. So please send them to wearethestrangepodcast at Podcast Any questions you might have, send them to me, and I will ask him on the podcast for you. And then uh, that'll be our season finale. Thank you guys so much again for uh, listening, all the people that have. Thank you, Dave, for coming out. Uh, uh, (laughs) Did you like that I mentioned that right at the end? Yeah, what was your favorite part of this podcast? Uh, The part where I mentioned uh, that we're doing Brian Egg on the podcast next week. Wow. That's my favorite part. Nothing about talking about anime? Uh, No, this was all just building up to my big reveal. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even get to all the other anime shows I watched. (laughs) That's okay, I just want to talk about Brian Egg. All right, thank you guys, see you next week. (laughs)